Well, we are starting the fun book of Leviticus this week. Yahoo! I know, it's a tedious book to read through, but together we were going to highlight the importance of this book and what God was revealing to His people through it. So welcome to this week's Shabbat Shalom devotional when I seek to bring just a little inspiration and a little peace to the close of a very busy week. You know, over 50% of the Bible is historical narrative or stories. Also, there are prophetic passages, poetry, there's wisdom, and finally, there is legal code. And that's what we're going to be reading in Leviticus. Now, in Hebrew, Leviticus is called Vayikra, because that's the very first words of the first verse, and he called. But when it was translated into Latin, it was taken from the Greek, and they named the book Leviticus, or pertaining to the Levites. It is also known as the Torah of the Levites. It's very instructional of the priest how to carry out the various functions within the tabernacle. Now, Christians struggle with the law and don't know how to relate to it often. The law of Moses, what we're going to be reading in Leviticus, was not given to everyone to obey, but it was given for everyone to learn from. God was revealing Himself to His people, and we should all want to learn from that revelation. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be doing just that. Now this week's reading, we start out reading about the offerings, the burnt offering, the grain offering, peace, offering, sin offering, trespass. It gets so technical and it is so easy to just skim and we lose the details. Uh, let me just point out that these offerings, many of them involved animal sacrifice, but never does the Bible use that term, animal sacrifice. The word for these offerings, what we're calling a sacrifice, is korban, which means um, an offering, but it comes from a word, or there's a very close Hebrew word to it called karov, which means close. So the korban, the offering, wasn't about sacrifice or giving God a gift. It was about how to draw near to God. It was about relationship. Now, I bet you haven't thought about that before. Also, in the death of the animal, there is a chance for us to, number one, reflect on our own mortality, to also come to appreciate the price that this animal has paid on our behalf. And it should motivate one to live a life in the grace of God. So there should be a transformation during the actual sacrifice. And then there is the teaching of the idea of blood for blood. There is a price tag for sin. And we come to understand that price tag when we have to sacrifice this animal because of our sin. So the sacrifice becomes spiritual. It's not a physical thing of just making a sacrifice and then you're done and over with it. It's a spiritual exercise during which you are actually to reflect upon your sin, repent for your sin, and leave there transformed. Now, for those of you listening, you're probably a Gentile Christian, and um, this is the basis for Jesus's substitutionary death for us. If we don't understand Leviticus, we 
do, we will not understand Jesus, who he was and what he came to do for us. So it's very, very important, foundational. Now, the first sacrifice is called the Olah Korban, the elevation offering or the going up offering. You know, the first time this term is used in the Bible, it is about Abraham when he went up on top of Mount Moriah in order to sacrifice his only son. And of course, God provided a ram instead. So he sacrificed this ram in what's known as an Olah offering. Well, now here in Leviticus, the Israelites are taught how to do this. And later, once the Israelites possess the land, they build the temple. It's believed the temple was built over the very rock, the very place where Abraham had carried out the first Olah offering. So this means that every time the priest would present this burnt offering, this Olah offering, he was reenacting Abraham. He was remembering what had happened there initially on that very rock. And he comes away from it transformed. Uh, attitude towards life is changed. So you remember the day that you realized Jesus had paid the price for your sin? You came away humbled and transformed. Well, this was to happen on a smaller scale with every sacrifice. So, you know, life is not just about belief. Walking with God is not just about having the right beliefs. It's about also our actions. And right actions unite our body with our belief. So if we believe something, but we go and do the opposite, we're not in harmony. We, we're not doing this right. But when our actions are based on our right beliefs, we're in harmony. And this is what makes the mundane holy. You know, Jewish law does not try to escape the world, but it tries to sanctify the world. It tries to bring the holiness of heaven down into the everyday thing. And this whole ritual of doing the offerings in the tabernacle were a way of sanctifying the everyday life. And, you know, for the Jewish people, Torah, or the law, is not seen as a burden. It's seen as a gift. And the love of life, it's not about pleasure, but sanctifying life, making the world a better place. So that's our first lesson from Leviticus. I hope that you have a nice Shabbat break this weekend. And with that, I wish you Shabbat Shalom.